So, are you ready? I was born ready, sweetness. Oh my goodness! 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 Not another! Not another! Not another! Not another podcast! Well, actually, that's that's quite all right then. Hello, and welcome to episode thirteen of. <gasps> oh my goodness! Not another podcast. I have my co-host with me here today, Mr. Jeppy. Say hello. 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 And we are both very, very excited that we have a guest with us today by the name of Hypnotoad. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hypnotoad hey. is actually much, well, I should say both people on the show today are much more experienced at doing this than I am, so I'm very excited. Wow, that but, sentence didn't give anything away, did it? These people, they're mu- I, uh, much more... <laughs> You have to admit it, both of you have been doing this a whole lot longer than I have. Yeah, but Rub not, it in. Not very well. <laughs> oh, you don't think so? <laughs> yeah, look, you should see our download figures. You'd understand. Oh, I'm pretty sure the addicted gets plenty of downloads. Oh, it does, yeah. I don't even check. It's a drug, so. a drug podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should see some of the uh, the Google search terms that brings people to our page. It's uh, a bit scary. Oh, dear. Well, that's okay. I can't... Er, we can't really talk here because we always start our show with poo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Lord knows what we're getting. I, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I can't, I can't figure out where to take it from. The pod beans is one thing that's quite nice, actually. And then other places say other things that aren't as nice, and I just don't know. Well, pod beans would be... <laughs> Because we link to the Podbean site when we do the tweet, don't we? So I guess Podbean yeah. would be quite a good tell of how many people actually download it. Yeah. Um, okay. Who, whoever listens to it, though, that's Podbean. a different thing. You know, I download According, <laughs> According to Podbean, each episode has between 30 and 50 downloads. My husband says that's Tense. one person putting it on 30 devices. But I told him that that actually only takes one download. Then once it's on iTunes, they can split it between the devices. But it does say that the feed gets uh, gets close to a thousand hits a month. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. Well, so I'm not sure how to take nothing that. To, yeah, because uh, nothing. I think you, from what I recall, the addicted started on Podbean, and uh, you had download figures, but they also had streaming figures, and it was sort of difficult to work out what the actual number was. It is. It's hard to figure it out. Yeah, but um, yeah, th- there's definitely the streaming figures in there that don't show up with your download figures. So if people are watching it on Podbean, the Podbean site or on your site. Well, we're we're not fancy enough to do all the webcam stuff like y'all do, so they they can only listen. That y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, it's not very uh, sophisticated. Google does most of the back end poorly, but they do it. Well, I've actually been very interested in how you guys do that. That's really cool. I've wanted to talk to you about that, but we can do that at another time. We don't have to relay those secrets on here. Well, yep. we don't want to break that fourth wall, do we? <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know the addicted sort of comes along, sees the fourth wall, and just headbutts out of the way. There's no, <laughs> there's no messing about. It just goes straight down in the first ten minutes. I love that. It's yeah. <laughs> well, Jeffy, we are going to have the other host of the addicted on here in two weeks. We are. Yeah. Oh. Well, we're gonna you won't be. Will you be in the states by then, Hip? Or is that a bit a wee bit later in the month? Uh, no, I'm. I'm in bound for Boston on the 18th of September. Uh, oh, okay. oh yeah, that's right. Because you're going to be there when uh, Mob launches. 
Yeah, Mr. Pandaria is going to be out as I'm there. So I'm, I'm sort of still considering get buying a, buying some sort of Apple laptop, like I'm just maybe a MacBook Air or something, which would be nice because then I, <laughs> I could play when I'm over there. Uh, <laughs> just with you. you are you telling me that you're considering buying a laptop for the sole purpose of playing WoW? Well, the like, <laughs> there's, a couple, there's a couple of different reasons. <laughs> for instance, uh, it's cheaper. Uh, the the yeah. exchange rate's really good for the pounds a dollar, or ha- pretty decent. So, and then it's just cheaper than the UK Apple prices anyway, as well. Plus, I might be able to get some sort of discount, which we're not allowed to talk about. Um, uh, <laughs> that may uh, lower the price even further. I imagine that would have to do with your job. Well, somebody's job, but uh, somebody's uh, job. What part we're not allowed to talk about? Didn't you understand? Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> that was too much, actually. It, you know, he broke it himself by mentioning it in the first place. No, Just saying. Sh- don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really shouldn't say anything. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, if I don't, I mean, Cypher, who, who's my co-host on The Addicted, uh, his girlfriend has a laptop as well, so I might just have to steal it off, Ashley. Oh, there you go. See, he offered to come on to the show with you, and I was like, no, you guys always record together, so why don't we just have you guys separately, and that way they can actually, you guys can get your own, you know, spotlight. To annoy Cypher, what you have to say is, and uh, this is Hypnotoad from The Addicted, and don't mention Cypher. (laughs) That's what they do on Utini cast, and he gets with him. It kind of irritates him, I take it. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't leave it. I, I also do. Uh, well, I do the podcast called The Addicted, and also I regularly co-host on a, a Star Wars podcast called uh, The Utini Cast with Tia oh, Winchell. Cool. No, what? Yeah, no point if Hip's not on there, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm always on there, so it's fine. He's always on there, fortunately. Yeah. So. <laughs> even if you, I, I, that's a good podcast, even if you even if you're not playing Star Wars anymore, I'm not. I stop playing Star Wars, but I still listen in. It's cool. Well, I've never played Star Wars, so I imagine if they actually stay on topic, then I would have no idea what they were talking about. Right, it is quite news focused, but you could listen to like the first five minutes and hear like stories about what we did this week. But apart from that, yeah. it it's fairly <laughs> it's fairly news focused. But Tio is quite regimented; he creates the podcast and he stays on topic. Oh, that is something you do not have to worry about on this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We never stay on topic. I just ran ran back through the deep home portal. I got. What am I thinking? So you're distracting me from WoW now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe WoW is distracting you from recording, Jeff. No. In fact, I don't think I've ever recorded a podcast where I haven't been playing some game or whatever. That's true. See, I've been I've been spending most of my time trying to organize things. Anyway, the first thing I'd like to talk about today. Oh. Mm-hmm. First thing I'd like to bring up today is I didn't have a poo story at first, but I do have one now because Hypnotoad brought one he with brought him. brought one with him. What, what a fantastic guest comes along. <laughs> he, he pulls a poo story straight out of, well, I don't know where. You know, the only other guest who has done that, the <laughs> only other guest who has done that was Asheo. Asheo no. actually came with like five of them, and he's like, "Here, pick one." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did he collects them. He's a professional. He 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 actually collects those as a hobby. Oh, he collects poo stories as a yeah, hobby. Yeah. Very good. You go to his house, and they're pasted all over the walls. It's pretty disturbing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and and the stories. Right. What? Huh? <laughs> so which anyway. story did Hip manage to bring along? Well, Hip managed to bring along a story called, well, 
the link says I love poo. Yeah, that's <laughs> I guess the name of the story. I love poo. Yeah. It says the it says nothing says I love you more than a Valentine's Day card made from pulped elephant feces. Card maker Oh goodness, I cannot say that name. <laughs> um, there is a card maker. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping his unique format of romantic missive will take the market by storm. His company, oh my goodness, I don't even know if I can say that correctly. It's too many A's. Is it like a, it's one of these Scandinavian <laughs> things? I guess. Well, Where does it come from? Vigenda Shekwat. It looks like India or something, maybe? Yeah, it's India. It's yeah. yeah. Okay, the, the American version is elephant stamp. English. <laughs> the language in which we are speaking. Did you say in American? I'm sorry. Thank you yes. for catching that hit. Thank you. <laughs> Normally, I, won't wait, I won't let one of those slip by, but thank you for getting that one. Okay. The, the she translation to, to the language. <laughs> the translation to the language which we are currently speaking is elephant stamp. Plans to process 30 tons of dung every month to make a special paper from the grass and leaf fibers that pass through the elephant system without being digested. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of gross. You're the one that brought it. And you're sitting there going, ooh. <laughs> I hadn't read it. I just saw the title. <laughs> thought it was funny. <laughs> the pulp produces a high-quality, unique paper which can be used for any style of greeting card. I don't know about y'all, but I don't think I'm going to be buying any greeting cards Made from elephant poo? See, I don't know. I think, they're, I think they're pulling a bit of a fast one here because, from what I understand, when you make paper, he's actually getting rid of the poo and he's keeping all the crap <laughs> that the, the elephant wasn't able to digest. Right, so he's, just, yeah, he's keeping just the grains and, yeah. Right, kernels. He's having to touch elephant poo. Um, now, this may sound awfully xenophobic and a wee bit racist, but uh, he's in India... And, He's uh, not wearing if, gloves. If, if, you've you've ever been, if you've ever been to India, you, it's hard not to touch elephant poo. Oh, really? Do you see the picture? No gloves. Yeah. I mean, you sidestep a dog poo and you feel yourself that you've done a quite good job. But you sidestep <laughs> an elephant poo and it's, it's like mountaineering. You have to, you can't, you just can't go around it. You have, to, you have to go down a different street. <laughs> It's ridiculous, yeah. And they just and they just they just dump as they walk. So you're telling me that he's going to have no problems finding thirty tons, thirty no, tons no, of dump every month? About such a small amount, yeah. 30, thirty tons is half a day's work. Ugh, yuck. I hope he doesn't bite his fingernails. Ooh, <laughs> you had to go there. Isn't it funny? We, if... we were pretty disgusted already, and then Hip has to come in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised he didn't read the story since he brought it with him. <laughs> it says, crucially, for the potential buyers and receivers, the cards do not smell. Well, that's always nice. <laughs> that nothing, have you ever... nothing says I love you like a card smelling of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, have you ever smelled a paper mill? Like where they make paper? It stinks to high heaven anyway. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah, it's and horrible. Yeah, well, I don't know. Why don't they just use e-cards? It seems so much more yeah. sanitary. Cheaper. It does not waste any part of the environment. suppose you got to do something with the elephant poo. Uh, why, don't, so. why don't make breathy cards out of it? <sighs> it's horrible. I just, ugh. 
Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Okay, I'm really going to, I'm really going to avoid Valentine's Day cards, or I'm going to read them very, very carefully. And if it says that they are made of elephant poo, well, the trouble is, of course, you you already probably have had several poo cards because recycled paper. True. I mean, what paper is that? I'm trying. <laughs> you know, there's lots of paper that you may not necessarily want to have had a card made out of. That's true. And if you think like, about it, yeah. you know, animals do poo on trees, and so even unrecycled paper might have traces of poo. Basically. So you're telling me we should use sanitizer every time we touch paper? We should use sanitizer <laughs> all the time. We should be wearing gloves. And so, you know, gloves, gloves and masks, I think, are necessary now in the 20th century. 21st century. <laughs> Filthy, filthy, disgusting world, and that's why I never leave the house. <laughs> oh, is that why? <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. It is It's because the world is filthy. Something gotcha. needs to clean up. Now, before Hypnotoad brought the lovely Valentine's Day card food <laughs> story, I actually had something else planned for us, and I'm going to go ahead and just put both of them in there. But thank you so much for the poo story. It's are rather disturbing, but I think poo, most are. <laughs> we are double. We are getting double poo. Anytime. Yes, yes. I found a website that is pretty much totally centered around poo. It's called the Intellectual Appreciation of... Hold on, it's short now. I can't see it. I I believe it's called the Intellectual Appreciation of the Humor of Poo. But it's called poopreport.com. Oh, yeah, the poop report. Yes, and on this website it has stories and forums and discussions and news and advice and resources and everything else, which is really fun. I was looking on one of the forums and one of the topics was, why does no one admit to liking going poo? And the story went on from there with half the people claiming that they never went poo and... (laughs) What? The other half admitting that they quite enjoy pooing, but that it's not politically correct to comment on it. But anyway, the, the website itself just made me That's giggle. That's the way that people use the word politically correct when they mean rude. It's not, it's um, not politically correct, is it? Yeah. It's, not, <laughs> it's, not, it's just <laughs> toilet humor is, a, is an acquired taste. People just don't like to necessarily talk about their movements. You know, I do wonder on occasion how many listeners we lose because of the poo. Well, if we lost half, we'd be down to five. <laughs> oh. Well, so, but then again, many. there also may be a lot of listeners that we gain because we talk about poo. Yeah, it's really? sort of like but, a de- are they the sort of listeners you want to gain? That's the question. <laughs> it's sort of like a DPS check, you know? <laughs> if you can stand this. <laughs> <laughs> you can move forward. You can stand the rest of the podcast. But anyway, this website is a whole lot of fun. And so... It, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It's not necessarily safe for work. So those of you thinking, oh, I'm going to go on poopreport.com. You might want to wait until you're at home, considering there's an F-bomb on the front page and everything and else. Also, and- also, if you're thinking of having a quick poo, wait till you get home. Using public toilets is just basically signing a death warrant. It really <laughs> is. I mean, I don't know how people do it. You don't know how they use public toilets? No, jeez, no. If I get on a... If I, I mean, desperation calls, and sometimes I've had to do it. And if I've gone on there and that seat's warm, I'm out. Of, I, I don't care. I'm out of there. I just, regardless, <laughs> regardless of how much you know, I have to go. Sorry, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather go in the street. <laughs> <laughs> like like Juno, like Juno was going to do in Las Vegas. 
Oh no, it's not that she had to do it. She had to pick up someone's poo that had gone in the street. That's what that <laughs> one is. Oh, there we go. Actually, I love the Brian actually, color scheme on the poop report. <laughs> <laughs> actually, talking about things that made me almost throw up, how's your thumb? Yeah, it's getting there. Well, it's getting somewhere. You know, it, it, the there's still a part that's connected. You know, at the top of the nail, which doesn't seem to be going anywhere. And then there's a new nail coming up beneath that. So I haven't been to the doctor. You were supposed to go to the doctor. I know, and it's so it it doesn't hurt. You know, so yeah, no. It, well. it, it as looks, it, it, pointed out, when things stop hurting, that means they're probably in a lot of, lot of trouble. No, it's not. It doesn't smell or anything either. You know, <laughs> there's, no, there's no rotting Yikes. flesh smell. No pussy. No, it, it was. was originally, it was pussy. Pus. The, that, that's yeah. what. Um, that's what broke the back of the nail. I think, like the back of my cuticle got infected. Um, I'm taking it. You're talking about a toenail. No oh. thumbnail. It's terrible. Ew! Yeah. Ow! Yeah. So it does look quite grotesque at this point. Uh, the I'll cuticles say. like way back. I was going to send the dick to the book for my half uneaten pizza. When I found uh. the picture was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> That's it. That, me, me, mighty Domino's Mighty Meaty went in the bin, mate. I tell you. <laughs> Sorry, man. Those are, those are expensive, too. They're expensive, yeah. yeah. Wasn't even I think you were just glad you were able to find something to eat that you didn't have to cook. <laughs> See, so I'm, I'm planning to go over and scare lots of Americans with my, with my grotesque hand. Well, my well, you could use a band-aid. You do customs. <laughs> I know, they might turn me away. Disease control. Go home. <laughs> home. <laughs> See, I've got used to shaking people's hands with the left hand and stuff now, you know, so it's actually working out well. I'm, getting, I'm becoming amb- ambidextrous as a result. Doing lots of At things. least with hands. Silver lining. <laughs> lots of things with my left hand, you know. Getting quite a lot of use out of it. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> Are you sure you're ready to move on? You're the one that brought it up. Well, no, it's, it's, it's been a <laughs> because I'm sure he wanted to talk about his festering thumb. It's a fascinating, <laughs> ongoing saga on the addicted cast. I, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Each disgusting. week, I, each week, I wait with eager anticipation to see the photo. <laughs> I think I will. Uh, I think I will avoid that. That does not sound like a. You know, I didn't photo. think. I so I didn't think I would see it because I I tend to use Winamp, but actually Winamp does push it up now. Just show the photo. No way. So you've got yeah. The, um, yeah, we still do that. It's quite a. That's the other reason I'm thinking about getting a Mac because then I can do all that myself. Because dirty Apple don't let you put the pictures in unless you have a Mac. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah sorry, it shows up on the uh, up on the thing. Up on the right. Uh, well, maybe like, we do see video normally in Winamp. It shows it there. Maybe I'll do a slideshow at some point of all of those pictures so we can see like a progression. You know, like people do with their kids. <laughs> I'll do it with my thumb. Oh, look at him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happens? Actually, it's quite cool because you, you, you get a little crowd around you and they assume you look so nice and people just wander over. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's a little thummy thumb. Oh. Sorry, I'm derailing. It's all good. Actually, Jeppy did it. All right. Yeah, there's but there's people that want to know. <laughs> well, and again, on this cast it's it's okay we actually designed it this way it's all good <laughs> we've gone I from actually hip and Sife were talking actually I think you were at the very beginning of the last show you were talking about coming up and you said oh it's very tangential so. <laughs> yeah exactly Basically, we just want stuff to get us talking and then we start and we do what we want then. 
Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like what, sounds like what the addicted has sort of morphed into. We started as a World of Warcraft podcast, but yeah, it goes all over the show. Life is playing again now, so that's quite cool. Yeah. <laughs> the next news story comes from. Oh, I didn't say where the other two came from, did I? The. Well, I did. I did say where poop report came from, but the news story that Hypnotoad brought came from web.orange.co.uk Yeah, if you just search orange quirkies, it's like a page full of quirky news. It's quite good. Right. It's very, yeah, I went ahead and I put it in my in my uh, on my favorites bar and that cool. way I can find it and I can look there for some news in the future. And so, it looks pretty cool. They've got UK and world, entertainment, finance, sport, technology, weather, courses. That's like the hub for the uh, for the network side, is it? Yeah, forget about all the rest of the stuff. It's just the quirkies bit that's good. <laughs> you can get the rest of your news from somewhere reputable. <laughs> oh, who wants reputable news? Goodness, some people get their news from this cast. Uh, anyway. <laughs> they have a very slanted worldview, I think, if that were the case. There was a man... Arrested in Colombia. No, it says a Colombian man. That doesn't mean he was in Colombia at the time. But anyway, uh, it was a man that was arrested. I'm sure he wasn't. Since then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well. It's possible. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, it says Colombia police said. So, yeah, in Colombia. Is it Colombia, the country of Colombia, the place? Oh. <laughs> Sounds like you're on a mic. You know, <laughs> am I, are you hearing wind? <laughs> Stop now. That's weird. Yeah. yeah, now we're not. Oh, whatever. But now, now. <laughs> I'm assuming it. Jeffy, you and your mic. <laughs> it was this in Columbia, Columbia, in Nashville or something, or is there is there a club? Okay, Nashville's a city. <laughs> Did they have a town <laughs> called Columbia? Which is a language. <laughs> okay, city cities don't have towns. <laughs> Nashville's a discipline. Oh, Nash- oh Nashville's a city. Oh, sorry. But I, I, yeah, have you heard my joke? Nashville is in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. And, yes. and Jamaica, Jamaica, part of America, right? <laughs> you have to understand that hip is severely geographically challenged. I'm the Isle of Man or from Jersey. It does say Nashville News, so this possibly happened in Tennessee. I'm not sure uh, if there's a Columbia in Tennessee, but all right. So a Columbia man was arrested. Like We're going to arrest you, Jeppy. Come on. <laughs> What have I done now? Everything. Okay, I, I'm going to give you a bit of wind now. That'll teach you. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, this is a... Adjust the uh, louvres. Tell me a if you Columbia? can hear it now. Can you hear it now? No. no. Is it good? Can I Can, can you hear I talk it now? yet? James, how about now? How about now? Wouldn't you be asking for tequila if you were from Colombia or something? Well, see, the majority of the people don't know what this new article is about yet because Sorry. Jeffy keeps talking on top of uh, me. I'm being funny, but that was hip. <laughs> <laughs> I know to an American we probably sound exactly the same. I should point out, by the way, we should have done this at the top of the show, that hip is is Irish although, as well, and British as well, I believe, yes. You live in du- dual nationality. Dual nationality. And it's, not just, it's just not another form of English. People speak with the English accent. It's all you American. And I should have pointed out that to the older ladies, we do not cover any damage caused by excess moistness. Because <laughs> of his golden tones. I did mention before we started recording that the listeners are going to just faint. Oh, he's We've actually, too he's, actually awesome. known, he's known in the podcast community as verbal Viagra. So, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> really? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until Just they with, see my with thumb. Jeppy, whom many women already swoon over, that I hear about all the time. Well, one of well, one of one of the, I mean, I I love having I love talking to him. I love being on the addict, and I love obviously having him on this show. But I was a bit worried because people were like, oh, "Jeppy sounds so common and horrible now." Oh goodness, <laughs> this, no. This guy. <laughs> The reason, the reason the listeners are going to faint is because we have the two of you together on one cast, and so they get to, you know, no matter what's going on, they get to hear one or the other one of you, unless I'm talking. So I guess yeah. I ought to hush. Oh, okay. Go ahead, now, you, now you do that. That'll be great. Uh, <laughs> I don't see what the big so, deal is. We're, we're, <laughs> that's the trouble. I don't know. I mean, it's ridiculous. But we are waiting <laughs> eager anticipation about this story. I wish you'd get on with it. You know, I've tried so many times. Can you hear the fan? No? Okay, go on. No. Go. Okay. <laughs> go while it's quiet. Now, yeah, that's what I thought you were going to do. Stop it. <laughs> Jeffy, behave. <laughs> <laughs> go! <laughs> go! I'm go. going to go as soon as you actually let Why? me. I stopped. Did I not stop here? Come on. You stop. <laughs> For a second. <laughs> okay. Next week's episode of Make Us Say the Dumbest Things. Go on. <laughs> oh. A Colombian man was arrested after allegedly calling 911 multiple times, including once to ask if he could get a ride to go buy beer. (gasps) This sounds like an old story. I've heard this story similar to this, but I suppose lots of people must do this. I, I, oh, does it say when? August 8th. Yeah, no, it is recent. It's recent. It's from, you know, today. No, yesterday. Sometimes I don't know about these stories because... Sometimes a, a news um, group will pick a, a story up that is relatively old, or they'll just repeat the stories because they need a bit of a filler. Because sometimes, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's how legends come out, isn't it? I guess because we hear. Oh, right. So we're gonna, now going to have legends about people getting arrested for calling nine one one. I have to, to say that's here. the best urban legend. The best one, obviously, is <laughs> you find out the bloke in the back of your cab has got hairy arms, or the woman in the back of your cab has got hairy arms. That's the best one ever. But um, no, I. I don't know. It just, I, I think I agree with him. I think I've heard that before as well. Yeah. The, the, the weird thing about these stories is that the nine one one call is is out in the open. I don't understand why it's always released. Like I, I've listened to American radio a lot, and you always hear these nine one one calls from stars and stuff, you know. And I I, I would be sort of embarrassed to, to phone nine one one or make sure to even if it was in a really life or death situation, I would be trying to keep my composure just because I know it was going to be on the news if it was famous or something or yeah. drunk, drunk yeah. and asking for beer. You sp- you spend a f- at least half an hour scripting yourself, wouldn't you, so that you- it comes across well. <laughs> Say a few words and stuff. As the is choosing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think anybody is going to fault someone for sounding a little hysterical if there actually is a problem. Tell me, t- but if you're call- calling for beer, I mean, How really, many times did he call? it just says multiple times. <laughs> what did he think was going to happen? What did he think? What I know, right? His mind that he thought that this is a good old jape because they'll never find me. <laughs> Ridiculous! <laughs> this day and age. Do you, did, did he have the wrong number? I mean, are there beer delivery services? Well, obviously, nine two is for beer. Not with the number nine one one. Nine two two. The majority <laughs> of phone numbers here have seven digits. Right. Okay. Well, there's no excuse then. I don't think. No, there's really no excuse. Do you know our phones now will accept nine one one for emergency services as well? Really? Because so many people really? make TV that they don't. You know, they just. Assume, that's the number the only number they've ever heard is an emergency service number it's not like we advertise 999 as a number <clears throat> no way so 
Yeah, so if you dial 911, you'll get through to the, you know, do you want fire, ambulance, or police? Wow, I did not know that. Well, I didn't know you guys had a different number to begin with. Yeah, that, that actually, when they actually say that, do you fire, ambulance, or police? I've only had to do it a couple of times. I, I sort of freeze. I'm like, oh, oh, which one do I need? Damn. Oh, <laughs> so I've been upset. Fire to the corpse. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And he's still he's a, he's still got a bit of life in him. It could be all free. Actually, it's also the co- a lot of people don't realise that the, one of the emergency services is the Coast Guard as well. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure because if I dial, if I dial nine nine on the island, which I'm not going to do because I've already dialed it multiple times for beer. But if I do dial that number, <laughs> I also get offered postcard. I guess because we're an island. I don't know. No way. You get yeah. postcards. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's crazy. So maybe if you're like in a city where there's loads of like bombs and stuff, you would get bomb squad as well. <laughs> More than likely, yeah. Geographically based. <laughs> I can I can certainly see that being the case. Mountain rescue and mountain mountainous areas, etc. In Wales, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mountain rescue. Or uh, actually, in Wales, it'd probably be uh, OSPCA. No, no. <laughs> anyway, okay. so this guy got jailed for his abuse of the 911 system, or? He did. A lot of people get jailed for the abuse of 911 system. On the last episode, being, I had. Where does it stop being a joke and start being a jailable offense? Where, do, where, does, where does that kick in? I think actually the first time you call erroneously, knowingly call erroneously, you're in trouble. Mm. And it's at least a fine, and so it's not like they can call five times and it's Remember okay. This trip hip, by the way. <laughs> right. That's right. No fake nine one one calls. <laughs> or unless you're calling in a bomb alert to the Howard Stern studio, so you, right. You know, you to, to get that <laughs> out, be hustled out. Let's not. I think let's Howard not talk. Stern would probably handle that himself. Um, I don't know. Let's not talk about this because didn't uh, w- didn't some like make some joke and get turned away by customs? Like, you know, made some joke on Twitter and suddenly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it appeared <laughs> on his on his record. Yeah. Okay, let's not. Say yeah. This. Actually, we might need to cut that one out, James. <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm only messing up. We've already uh, we've already jeopardised Hip's trip by the fact that he might be turned away by disease control because of his thumb. So we don't want to jeopardise any further, really. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, of course, for any of this to happen, someone would actually have to listen to the podcast, which, according to Jeppy, that doesn't happen. So, well, all you listeners out there, you don't really exist. Okay. <laughs> unless, uh, unless Homeland Security automatically transcribes it and then looks for keywords, but let's hope that's not happening. Oh, yeah. Actually, they do. Don't, oh, that don't they have fun. that like echelon system or something that picks up billions and billions of. Uh, uh, radio transmissions and all sorts of other things, podcasts and stuff. Yeah, I hope it doesn't go to podcasts. They, they would have come after me for the addicted by now. Yeah, actually, you'd, you'd have been banged up long ago, that's true. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> they wouldn't have let me buy the ticket. <laughs> when you keep saying things, when you, every now and then you go, and like, I obtained that by nefarious means. <laughs> now, they got you, now they got you 10 years. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. Okay, the erroneous 911 call came from 610wiod.com. So we've pretty much established he was American then, haven't we? Just he's 911. (laughs) Right, yeah. I guess so. Unless Colombia do the same thing as the UK. Oh, maybe, yeah. 
I don't think well, there are police forces, do they? Do they have telephones? The law of the streets, I think. I think there's a police force. <laughs> it's, I think it's a case of last man standing in places like Colombia. Yeah, you call the cartel or something, I think. Yeah. Hey, hola, ¿qué tal? Dos cervezas, por favor. Moving on. Okay. So. Wow, she's such a hard taskmaster. She's like Cypher. I know, right? I, I, what, I pulled you back after only 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, this one happened in Canada. Okay. In Canada, there was hang a guest on, who... Hang on, before we carry on. That's at the top of America. Hip. Oh, oh okay, sorry. I got it. <laughs> when you say on top of America, that does have very interesting... Um, it is on top of America. Connotations? It's north. It's north. north Not necessarily what? on top of. You on the map, it's healthcare, on top of. Healthcare-wise, they're on top, right? Yeah. I have That's no right. idea. And, and, and very well protected. Are they? Are you yeah. telling me teen pregnancies are uh, less in Canada? I have no idea. Hang on, I don't have those facts. You said protected. <laughs> <sighs> Sometimes I wish I didn't speak at all. Go on. <laughs> and then you get over it and you talk again. In Canada... There was a guest who ordered a pillow fort suite in a Winnipeg hotel actually delivered it. They sat in there and they made a fort out of pillows and blankets and even put a little sign on it that said, no girls. Of community. It's a community episode. Community episode. You watch community comedy show? I haven't seen it. I know of it. It's got Chevy Chase or something in it, right? Is it him? It does, yeah. Yeah, Chevy Chase. Yeah, you're right. Um, no, you, you, no, it isn't him, is it? <laughs> no, it is him. It is oh, okay, Chase. sorry. Okay, yeah, thanks. Plays, sorry, I thought you were just you know, agreeing with me. It is hard to tell when I'm being sarcastic and when I'm trying to be truthful. <laughs> 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 I know, I appreciate that. Um, but they, they have this massive one where they, where they it's set a community college and they have this massive uh, pillow and blanket fort that goes on for hours and hours on end, you know. For basically, yeah, college. This fort doesn't look that impressive. No, and actually, according to the news story, he put it down as a joke. When Calgary resident Gord Relf booked a room at Winnipeg's Fairmont Hotel, it was an option to provide special instructions. So I wrote down pre-made pillow fort and a vanilla Coke. And little did he know, staff at the downtown hotel were willing to rise to the occasion, providing about 10 Phillips. Or ten pillows left stacked on his bed when he arrived with a note Aww. saying, "Do it yourself, fort." <laughs> that's that's nice. Uh, you, know what the, you know what real piss for that story was? They mm. sent him a cherry coke. <laughs> oh, they did not. <laughs> cherry coke's awesome. What's wrong with that? Oh, I love it. cherry cokes. Are very actually. Have you had the cherry vanilla cokes? I think we have, but it, they, it's like a, like a special edition that came over for a short period of time. I think. Yeah, we don't have them very often here either. I really like the cherry vanilla Dr. Peppers, actually. Mm, sounds I'm good. I'm trying to imagine what that would be like. I can't wait to go to America and try all of your fast food. <laughs> um, I love the way... Some actually, of them? I'm sure all, I'm sure everybody who's listening to this has also listened to the edited, but on the last <laughs> episode, he was like, uh, when the plane lands, <laughs> we're like, will we, can we go and eat straight away? And so I was like, well, what do you, how do you mean? First of all, he said, no, Nothing. You stop. And he went, how do you mean? He goes, like, you know, like, as I get off the plane, can I eat? <laughs> I mean, I think we're going five guys or something, I think. 
<laughs> yeah, five guys. I think that's the plan. Uh, yeah, I totally want to. I want to try everything, you know, because yeah, I want to see what the portions are. Running. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard Five Guys is pretty good. I've actually never tried it myself except for the French fries, but my husband has had Five Guys before. Mm. Has See, it, there's yeah. no In-N-Out's up there, and I've heard that's great The as burgers, well. Jeppy, the burgers. Is there one in Las Vegas, or maybe it's nationwide, called Fat Burger? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see it when I was there, but that doesn't say that it wasn't there. We didn't go very far. I love, I love the fact they just don't care. You know, it doesn't matter. It's a, you, you go, it's a fat burger. You're going to get fat. No we have restaurants in El Paso called El Gordo. El Gordo. Ooh, mm. nice. I, I'm, I'm most interested to try burritos to see what the difference are because burritos are just, they just now come to Now, you need to be fast. careful because in the north, they think burritos are tacos. And so they'll call them tacos, but they're actually burritos. Huh. When you come farther south is when you actually get real burritos separated from the tacos. You know, That's weird. An in-depth discussion about uh, flour-based bread products. You need to talk to Zuri. He, he, can, he can give you two hours on it without even taking bread. <laughs> yeah, maybe a future episode. Um, it's it's always good for a son, but lots of lots of bread type. Yeah, I my mother-in-law is Hispanic. She grew up in Mexico on. I believe it was on either a farm or a ranch in Mexico. I could be wrong about that, though. Don't quote me. And so there are very few of her recipes that I've picked up that are actually authentic. But the ones that I have are just so good. Mm. The Americans just do not do it very good justice when they do Tex-Mex. However, I am still a fan of Taco Bell, so I can't really talk because you can't get much more Tex-Mex than that. Oh, really? Uh, I wasn't sure whether or not to try Taco Bell because I'd heard that it was sort of like the, what you eat after you're drunk sort of thing. Like well, um, after yeah. you eat Taco Bell, just make sure that you are near a bathroom for the next two hours. Whoa, <laughs> that's not a good advert, is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taco Bell. However, It'll make you shit. Yes, oh, uh, yes yeah. it will. Thank you. Well, that. you're eating beans. Um, Swing will burn. Congratulations. Come to Taco Bell. <laughs> is there any good, I, is there any good barbecue in uh, Boston, or is, do you have to go further south for that as well? Oh, I don't know. I've actually never been to Boston. I was just stating as a general rule that right. as you go north, some people think that burritos are tacos, and hmm. I don't know. Yeah, well, it, there's an American in work who says that the burrito place that we all love in Belfast here uh, is nothing like burritos from America, so I'm interested really? to see what the differences are. It's <laughs> the case with a lot of fast food, though. I mean, I, I had the fortune of going to make quite a few times on the ship and also separately from that. And uh, the, the difference in when you order a burger, you order a burger here, you know, if it looks, if it even looks anything like the picture, you'd be shocked, you know. <laughs> right. <But laughs> you order, you order one in America, and, you, and it, it's it's like a plate and a half. Really, the portion size. I mean, I was mainly in New York, so I don't know if it's a, it's a if it's a geographic thing. I imagine it's the same in Boston, but the portion size is unbelievable. Mm. No way, right? So, yeah, well, that's what I that's what I want to see. It depends. There's been a lot of movement lately to lessen portion size, uh, and yeah, there's been a lot of there's been a health movement lately that seems to believe that if you serve people less, they'll eat less. Which I am not a fan of. I believe someone's going to eat what they're going to eat. If you serve them less, they're just going to order more. Order twice, yeah. Yeah, and so I don't... 
there's been a push lately to try to force people to eat healthy and it's i'm sorry if someone is not of the desire you know it does not want to eat healthy they're not going to why should they so fascist (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's your own decision i'm just planning it's their own decision exactly i'm not gonna eat healthy for two weeks no why would you Uh, when you're gonna starve yourself before you go so you don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um are you I, attention? I, I do. I, I listen attentively to all the shows. I, <laughs> I can see. I can kind of. We've had a similar thing here. We where they've been very much against obesity, and they've talked about all sorts of weird things, like not if you don't follow a certain dietary plan, the doctor can stop treating you, and all this sort of malarkey. Or if you smoke, or if you do other things that may be a bit, you know, bad for your body. Yeah. And I kind of kind of understand it here because we have a national health service. But if you're paying through the nose for your health service, then, I, you know, jeez, I'd be knocking back whatever I felt like. I'd be, I'd be cutting <laughs> steaks straight off the cow. Well, it's, yeah, I think I'm paying for my health weird. service. I do what I want. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I just... I'm, I'm really of the opinion that a person is going to do what they're going to do. Yeah, and when it comes to food, I mean, it would be... Well, we talked about it a long time ago. I think you were on the show, Jeffy, when we talked about it, but you may not have been. It may have been with Juno, where we talked about where they were trying to force McDonald's to take the toys out of the Happy Meals right. as if that would stop parents from buying Happy Meals for their children. Right. And my comment was, Happy Meals are not bought for children because they have a toy. Happy Meals are bought for children because the parents want something easy for dinner that they don't have to cook. Mm, makes the parents happy. That the children... Yes. And it makes the children happy, not only because it has the toy. I mean, my kids will play with the toy, yes, but they'll also eat the food. Yeah. And so, and it's cheap. It is cheap. Oh, and uh, so, a fish and chip shop do Happy Meals down. They put a little toy in and, and a little lollipop. Oh, yeah. In a box smell. Yeah. It's quite cool, actually. I've got like 15 jigsaws. It's great. <laughs> I don't see a problem with putting the toy in the Happy Meal. I think it's silly to take it out because they think that parents won't. Apart from anything else, it's not really the kids that get the benefit from those. It's all those nerdy collectors that have a single Smurf (laughs) or whatever the Happy Meal was, or you know, the little mini beanie babies. Yeah, you see those on eBay, and they're like the amount of Happy Meals. I mean, I I basically I was brought up on Happy Meals, (sighs) and the amount of uh, toys that were thrown away over the years that are now selling for ridiculous amounts of money on eBay really disturbs me. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, my my son actually has one of my old Happy Meal toys from a long, long time ago. It's a little Take basketball. It Take it off him. Yeah, it's a little It'll be worth thousands. <laughs> oh no, it's plenty used. And it's a little basketball, uh, like backboard, and it turns into a robot. <laughs> oh, that's a, I should, let me check on him. That's like two hundred dollars. That's okay. He can have it. Mm. Anyway, can you put him and on? So he's he's not home right now. Okay. Well, next time oh. I call, I need to talk to him. You need to talk to him about that? You need to talk to him about potentially giving him a dollar for that. Yeah. <laughs> you are not going to take that from my son for a dollar. It would take us more than a dollar to send it to you. Um, in in McDonald's over here at the moment, they've moved away from, well, I think they may still give you toys, but they've also moved on to scratch cards for everybody. Sort of All like right. gambling. Actually. Huh. Yeah. Wow. So you get scratch cards and you can get like free well, see, Big Macs and stuff. I did read a story this week somewhere about a country, and I can't remember what country it was. Who? Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's a city. 
who took Nashville, yeah. the uh, who took the Happy Meals out, or who took the Happy Meals? Who took the toys out of the Happy Meals? And the way McDonald's got around it was they simply sell the toys separately for oh, an extra man. charge. Okay, so it didn't really work. <laughs> well, people do actually. That's quite cool because it's a random toy you get, and if you were a collector, you really want the entire lot. So you, sometimes you have to buy you the want toy. A toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. Anyway, okay. Anyway, the guy actually comments on this thread, the the one who asked for the pillow fort, and he says that he's a little surprised to uh, find out that he's the first person to request it. And he said that when he was growing up, they had to play with whatever pretty much they had. And so making a pillow fort was just a whole lot of fun, and it was a good flashback to his childhood, and et cetera. And we had like to so. eat the Etch-a-Sketches. <laughs> Ooh. You know oh, I wouldn't. Ooh. Nah. Eddie, no, Jeffy. No. Eddie Murphy. I, I don't get it. Stand up. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he does this sketch where his uh, Eddie Murphy's father is telling him off for being so spending so much money, and he's saying that his his father worked at a toy factory, and so all they had to eat were toys. And he goes with this whole thing where he's going, and we had. Do you know what that birthday cake was? That was an etched sketch, an etched sketch <laughs> on top of etched sketch. We had to eat that etched sketch, Eddie. <laughs> wow, I wonder how close that interpretation is to the actual because that's wow. Was that when he was in like the red suit, the red yeah, rubber yeah, yeah. suit I, thing? I can't I don't know if it's delirious or raw, but it was one of those two, one of those two stand-ups. Yeah, my memory's terrible then because I have seen that. But I, I think this guy's a bit inconsiderate. Like he should have uh, broken down his fort at the end of his stay because there is some oh, housekeeper Steve, that's got to go. Room. It looks like it. You know what I mean? Because it, it, apparently they left pillows sitting on the bed saying, make it yourself. So it looks like he's... Well, he, he hasn't really done a great job. I'm, I'm wondering how the, the sheet's actually being held up on the cupboard or the the cupboard thing, or the drawers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, anyway, sorry. No, no. Oh, that's it's fine. A, it's a, uh, uh, my most concern is actually no girls allowed. That's there. <laughs> it's just that he put that on there as a joke to his girlfriend. His girlfriend was with him. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Gosh, she must be embarrassed. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> she, would, she would be embarrassed that he made a pillow. Do you not think? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing since he's, he's staying at a hotel, he's not like seven. Well, do you want me to be perfectly honest? Yes, it would not I, bother I, me whatsoever. I, ask, I would I ask for nothing more from you than perfectly honest. Yes, mm. yes. I, it wouldn't bother me. I mean, the people who are able to play and have fun, I mean, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's not like he went out and, you know, peed uh, on someone's head out the window. He just made a pillow fort. Yeah, he's, By the way, he not- would not be allowed in the fort, so I don't know where you're getting all, you know, defensive. <laughs> well, that does not mean that I cannot stand outside the fort and throw things into it and, you know, attack it. You'd rather be <laughs> peeing into the fort than peeing out of the fort. I understand. That is not what I said. I suppose the housekeepers are lucky. He's not the cooking meth in there or whatever. Right? <laughs> don't loads of people do that in hotels. That's probably quite a good day for them, to be honest. They're like, oh, it's just a pillow fort. <laughs> There's no meth labs in here. Yay. Those seats got burnt to death last Wednesday. <laughs> and the, yeah, a, a bit of silliness does not bother me at all. No. <laughs> A bit, a bit of silliness can't bother me, Jeffy. I'm your friend. 
What? Ooh, what? it's a meth lab. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, all three those on different. Go up all the time, don't they? Those those things blow. Just got beef on them, funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Switch Breaking Bad. All right. Yeah, I just I just anyway. got the first season of Breaking Bad. I keep I keep hearing such fantastic things about it. And yeah, we what I'm hoping it. is that when I get to is it we are now the fifth series, right? Fifth, yeah. So I'm hoping by the time I get to the fifth series, I forget all the spoilers that you and uh, Simon <laughs> <laughs> be telling me. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I could always fast forward, but uh, he likes your accent too. I do. I know. Oh. I love the whole feel of that show. Anybody? I can't imagine. I really cannot imagine anybody who has not listened to it. But please do. It's, yeah, Breaking Bad, best show on TV. So that one was from sunnewsnetwork.ca. Mm. Mm. Only, right. only in Canada. Only in Canada. <laughs> so in the past, we have talked about some interesting ways to put one's body to rest. And, for example, several months ago, we talked about a bacon coffin, a coffin that was made to resemble bacon. Mm. It was not made of real bacon. It was just made to resemble bacon. Mm, corpse and bacon. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, apparently so. And it was sold for quite a lot of money, in fact. <laughs> and there's a Pittsburgh area man who wants to put his ashes in a bowling ball. And so it says a Pittsburgh area bowling fanatic has gotten a Utah company to fashion a bowling ball urn for his ashes. 48-year-old Tony... Garino. Hey, I can see that one. Tony Garino tells KDA-TV that his wife, Stacy, called Storm Products Incorporated of Brigham City, Utah, when he began wondering if the bowling ball company could make such a container. Essentially, they can. The urn will not be used for actual bowling. Oh. <laughs> that would be could the ultimate innovation to bowl. That would be rather <laughs> disturbing to bowl with someone's ashes. Yeah, I does think he it makes does, a lot lighter. Does he want to be thrown down the uh, like just once? I know it's the, they say it's not used for bowling, but maybe just once down the alley. Just once, yeah. Mm, no, it says that Garino of Wilkins Township is an avid bowler whose only perfect three hundred game was bowled using a storm ball. So the company that they called, but he can no longer bowl because his terminal prostate cancer has spread to his lower pelvis. And so he, it looks like he, he really, he's going to die soon-ish. I mean, if he's got terminal cancer, then he's definitely not got long. And so I don't think it's anything like that. He just wants to be laid to rest in a bowling uh, ball. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe the law says you cannot be bowled. But I reckon he wants to be bowled. <laughs> for years. I don't know if you've ever had anybody teach you bowling. Sadly, I have I, I have. And one thing they constantly said, well, at least this dude kept saying to me, is be the ball. And now he can be the ball. I think he wants to be bold. I think I think he's desperate to be bold and, and get, a, get a strike. Is that why you shave your head, Jeppy, so you can be the ball? I, I swear to God, if I... Yes, I am the ball when I shave my head. <laughs> I, swear, I swear to goodness, if I if, um, put three holes in the top of my head, I, I am a bowling ball with a neck. You're a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would maybe ask them to crew me the majority of me and leave, maybe leave a hand to put into the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be perfect. That would be perfect. Can you imagine that would be greatly disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> You'd look like Thing in there. 
<laughs> it would it would work better if you're displaying it. You know, you could maybe use the hand as the holder. Ooh. You would Ooh. you would have to harden it with something first. But, but really, if I, just well, they would have to preserve it somehow. <laughs> if I'm going out, or if I'm you know, if I get to choose how I go out, not how I go out, but how they display me afterwards, I'd like to do it like you know, Starship Troopers when Ziggy does. It's Ziggy, and the the hot um, ginger one, and then. <laughs> They like eject her in a pod and like they just play an anthem and stuff. And everyone cries. Yeah. It's my so what is it that you want? The ejection, the anthem, or everyone crying over you? Every, all of them. Maybe even the ginger hair. <laughs> they did it. They did it. The ginger hair can be done. <laughs> they did it with Spock, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Remember, so they did, but I don't know. What... The one before the search for Spock. What was the first one? Well, Roth of Khan. <gasps> How can I forget that? And, and then... And, Kirk said the most offensive thing. Yeah, no, of course he wasn't going to go away. He directed the next <laughs> one. The, the the most offensive thing ever. Kirk goes, of all the people I knew, he was the most human. Uh, hello, that's <laughs> <laughs> really quite offensive. No <laughs> <laughs> way. I know he's half human, but still. Yeah, and then they he shot him out. And that's 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 why he got resurrected because he got he landed on that planet and it was regenerating, didn't he? His 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 um pod. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to. His pod was regenerating, or his pod landed. His pod landed on this planet, which they sent the Genesis missile. Oh, jeez, I sound like okay. A that is a boy. little less dirty than what I was originally hearing. <laughs> and, and, and then it regenerated <laughs> along with the planet, and he came back, and he was wearing okay. a towel or something. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently the towel regenerated with him. Yeah, I never really understood that. <laughs> Modesty. Hmm. Anyway, that one was from news.yahoo.com. It's like the Hulk's purple trunks. They're regenerative yeah. as well. That's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> I don't suppose anybody wants to see a big schlong, but still. <laughs> if you watch the actual Hulk movie, when he goes back down into himself, he's having to hold up his pants because he stretched them so badly. Pants they don't stretch, already... <laughs> stretch like that, do yeah. they? They just they rip yeah. them off. Uh, you might have those elasticated waistbands. That would be yeah, quite, maybe. yeah. They just turn into cycling shorts. <laughs> I wonder if so bloody angry. His nuts and uh, his, his, his meat and two veg are getting crushed. <laughs> Hulk smash! Oh my god! My son wanted to see that movie so badly. Like so badly, he wanted to see it, and I talked to my husband, and he was like, "I don't know, we should watch it first And so, of course, my husband was at home, so I watched it. And when, you know, some of it wasn't too bad, but I have eight-year-olds, and in the movie, you know, he essentially rips a dog to shreds, and I'm like, "Ah, uh, no, we're not going to be watching that one." Uh-oh. It's just some some of it is good. Is some it, of it is very the good. second. The, the, they kind of rebooted the Hulk, didn't they, twice? There's like a... I think so. <coughs> yeah, the original one might CGI be one. a bit more palatable, but there is dogs in that as well. But they're dem- demonic dogs, so I think it's okay to kill them. Oh, yeah. Well, it's... Oh, goodness, especially with this last week, we're not going to be watching any dogs. No, good. Well, good point. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and is that something that they mention in the review? Do they... Can you, can you, you know, find out which dogs are... Because sometimes at the end it says no dogs were hurt in the making of this movie. Can you get it? So it says dogs were hurt. Dogs were really badly, <laughs> really badly messed up in the making of this movie. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it was. 
Yeah, that's sort of you. It's, I, I, it's important. It's Parents need to know. I love, the, well, I love the things that say, if, if you, you read the to... full thing, it says um, 15, and it will say mild violence, sexual content, some small dog gets ripped in half. IMDB.com is really good about stating any parental warnings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The BBB. And IMDB I use a lot when I'm trying to see if a movie is appropriate for a classroom or a clip is appropriate for my classroom Mm -hmm. depending on you know what the content is of the lesson that I'm going to be talking about but I do often go to IMDB for both my children and it it, you know it'll have the the actual rating of the movie PG whatever and then on the side it'll have the common sense rating so it actually rates it dependent on the content yeah and so sometimes it'll say common sense rating age 8 right that's good. Yeah, the BBFC in, in England, which is the regulatory board, uh, do a really good job of that as well. Um, if you go in, if you go onto their app on the on the app store or onto their website, they it, there is spoilers in it depending on how far you want to look. But they do a really good job of breaking down exactly what's in there. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably it's, similar. And, and yeah. Jeffy's right. It's good, especially for parents, because. Well, I should say it's good for parents who like to monitor what their kids are watching because there's a lot of stuff we don't let them watch, but there's a lot that we do, you know, and so it just depends on what we're willing to let our children be exposed to. Mm. Yeah. So, it's quite subjective, isn't it? It is. Every parent is different. I know, you know, there's there's several junior high students in my classrooms that have seen horror movies. Mm. in the theaters and so in order for that to happen they either have to sneak into it or an adult had to buy them the ticket right mm. yeah I, I thought it was mad but um, it's only uh, uh, you, you can't bring anybody into a movie or whatever someone was telling me you know you can bring like a six year old into like a really scary movie in America it's your right to or is it on do you think you can do that in the UK right Jeff? no I don't think so no I think you, if you're not of age then they won't let you in regardless of who's with you I think that's a better idea he, no here if the parents it's an advisory it, isn't it you know it's then advisory, they can get it yeah yeah, so. yeah and so if the parents want to let their kids into a rated R movie then you know they can go with them <laughs> we went to go see um, Miracle Mike Miracle Mike Magic Mike sorry and it's, of course, a movie about male strippers. Um, it is? There was, <laughs> Never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It, there was a... It, it's not... It wasn't I've really my says, kind of movie. Is, I went for... a movie about male strippers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, well, yeah. just so you know where this context is coming from. And in my defense, my friend wanted to see it. I took her to it for her birthday. It actually isn't my kind of movie. I didn't enjoy it very much. But... To go once and to sit and to watch it, it wasn't a big deal. Couldn't be as good but as the Phil Monty. It was, I, well, it, it it was a one time. Let, let's just say it was a one time thing. I probably <laughs> won't ever be watching it again. Live shows, don't you? You don't. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to a live show either, Jeff. If you can't shove a dollar into the dude's uh, front pack. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? What's the point? There, you know, there was a lady that was in there who was hooting and hollering as if she was at an actual show, <laughs> and so I was like, you know, this is—I guess it's a cheap alternative. But the majority, the majority of the movie isn't about stripping; it's about the strippers, and so people who are going to it for that purpose will be highly disappointed. <laughs> when uh, anyway, James gets embarrassed, she goes all she goes all Mexican. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> is it Mexican, really? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I think so. Anyway, there was <laughs> there was like a twelve year old girl in there. You missed something. Hip said it can't have been good as the full Monty, and that is true. The best stripper. <laughs> Chippendale type movie is definitely the Full Monty, a fine British film that everybody should try and watch. It's actually incredibly <laughs> funny. It's, incredibly it's sort of it's, it's okay. It's sort of, the, the music's pretty good, isn't it? Well, maybe it's okay. not. <laughs> so, so there was a twelve-year-old girl in this movie. Yes. Not in the movie, but in the movie house watching the in the movie theater. Mm. Jesus. The, yeah, I mean the majority the majority of the movie was filled with older ladies one of the ladies brought her husband which i thought was hilarious but and, and i mean there there's parts of it that guys would like to i mean if there's male strippers you know there's got to be female strippers there too and so <laughs> but yeah there was a little girl in there and she was with her parent and i was floored i'm just was like it why what was the rating i believe it's rated r Oh, geez. So you know, it's not like they, they didn't know. It's not like subject matter was a problem. It was, there is no, it was advertised as a movie about strippers. There is no way that mom did not know. Mm. Sometimes it's just hard to find a babysitter. Yeah, it's true. Uh, then watch a different movie. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, what the hell? One thing that we're overlooking is that we've already talked about the poor people in the hotel having to clean up that fort. Just imagine cleaning up that cinema. Yeah, I tell you, I'm not being funny. Actually, I'm being funny. But all <laughs> people have to clean up after a load of um, post-menstrual women have gone to see Twilight should get pay, extra pay for it, I tell you. <laughs> really, they should have to wear masks. For this, it's hideous. Just because they go to see the sparkly vampire. Yeah. Well, it, it looks like even in non... Well, it, oh, no, that guy who's caught uh, playing with himself in the cinema recently, who was he? Some sort of announcer or something in America? Oh, uh, the, oh, well, the, I'm not sure. The only one that I know that's been caught like that was Pee Wee Herman. Oh, no. There's totally a, ruined my childhood. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy more recently. I can't remember his name. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, is that sort of a regular thing over there? Do you sometimes see is it alive? <laughs> <laughs> it is nothing that I have witnessed before. Is it the same as, like, bringing says. your... <laughs> Bringing your kid. The sign that says no I think you're getting no your hopes far too high for your trip here to the U.S. No, what no liberties can you take? Phones, in no wank. There's a big sign as you go through the door. <laughs> Keep reading your friends, people. Well, unless you do the whole popcorn thing, right? That's all I oh, yeah. A little hole in the bottom of the popcorn. Right. Oh, Nobody's guys, gone. stop. 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 I think this one's going to have to go explicit. I, yeah, I think so. I haven't even cursed. Can I start cursing now? You could have cursed. Like I said, we go explicit depending on what the guests do. Hey, my door just opened. Bollocks. doing that. <laughs> Bollocks. Actually, Americans don't, I don't think Americans really understand that word. Right, yeah. Well, no, the closest word it's to here is buttocks and, you know. Well, they bollocks. are close to the buttocks, depending upon who you are, but yes. But not the actual. Okay. They swing anyway. <laughs> All right, so this one, this next one is from CNN.com. Ooh. And it says a federal report bag with bomb was at Detroit building guard desk for weeks. Apparently, a man, one of the night guards, was walking around and he found a bag, and he put it in the lost and found. Well, a couple weeks later, they opened it up and they found out that it was a bomb. Oh my god, Ooh. that's crazy! 
I can sort of so imagine that happening years ago, but in this day and age, that sounds mad. It, it took them three weeks to identify it. It said during that time, at least two employees x-rayed it in an unsuccessful attempt to determine its contents. And one guard shook it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I don't understand why they didn't just open the bag. Oh, was it like a bomb set to go off? Was it just... It wasn't a bomb it was time to go off, that was it? It wasn't... It just says, although the IED improvised explosive device did not explode, it represented a risk to the safety and security of the building and its occupants. Yeah. So, I mean, I, my guess is someone tried to make a little homemade deal with it, but... What the hell? The airlines wow. seem like they're getting more lax <laughs> recently, didn't someone get on a plane as well recently in America? Some kid jumped on a plane. <laughs> yeah, Some... so, yeah, into room. Yeah, it's, just yeah. We're usually. I can tell you a story. When we lived in Germany, my father told me a story about you know at one of the housing areas because of course they have you know the military families all grouped together in you know apartments and such. And up there was a suspicious package that was just left outside, and they could not figure out what it was. And so they called in all these people, and they gathered around it, and it was suspicious. They still couldn't figure out what it was. And so eventually they ended up doing a controlled explosion, you know. It was a box of animal crackers. (laughs) (laughs) And so, well, I guess it was inside another box or something, but it was animal crackers. And so, you know, just and that was years and years ago. And so they were real careful with it then. I cannot understand how they did not figure this out earlier. 21 days after the bag's discovery, they finally grew suspicious and screened it. Coincidentally, my uh, ball bag is often called a suspicious package. Really? Hmm. (laughs) Really? Are you talking about I've had had many a a close encounter. My holy ball bag. Um, Sorry, we're talking about I just just, got onto that. Yeah, I've had many a a close encounter with the uh, guards. What's the suspicious package? (laughs) (laughs) The guard apparently was fired. How about the dude? Not the dude that shook it, surely. You know, I think that the whole lot should be retrained, to be perfectly honest, because the fact that it sat there for 21 days, that guard is not the only one who saw it there. Uh, right. He is not the only one who knew it was there. Sure, and so, like that, they think it's somebody else's problem. They look at right. it and go, well, you know, obviously somebody knew what that was and they put it there and people just over, it just becomes an oversight. It's now. Yeah, I think <laughs> they all just need to be retrained and they need to be more careful when they find a package. They need to. Uh, well, let's just say I don't think it's a mistake they'll make twice. No. Right. There was, some, there, was, there was some Microsoft promotion recently where they left something in an airport, you know, to promote Windows, some Windows product, and they thought it was a bomb. thought it was quite funny. <laughs> Just to be, be careful when you leave in airports. Oh, airports especially. People are... How long yeah. do you, how long especially do you have to after take 9/11. your flight? Is it like, still, is it like three hours here, Paul, is it? I'm not sure. I, I think my, my work has me working on the really late shift as well the night before I go which is 3 to 11 so I'm working till 11pm and then I think my flight's really early in the morning in Dublin so somehow I've got to get from Belfast to Dublin which is like you know two and a half hours journey I'm thinking you're not sleeping yeah I don't think so I'm going to try and change my shift but I don't know we'll see what happens because you don't want to sleep well, like plane actually- because you miss all the films yeah no I totally the plane I'm looking forward to the plane 
Except it's Erlangus, which is the Irish airline, and apparently, well, they're <laughs> they're known as uh, chicken or beef because that's what they that's what they offer you. Uh, chicken or beef. Yeah. Chicken or beef. <laughs> when I was well, uh, working on the cruise ships, if you um, when you 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 normally do like a six or nine month contract, and so obviously you're on the ship a long time, and yeah. when when you were due to fly home, they, they used to call that the chicken or beef. Oh, I've got like <laughs> week, I've got two weeks till chicken or beef. Because every airline they put on was always that sort of airline. No, I remember it's a, it's it's not just Aer Lingus then. I um I actually have a news story about airlines. Oh, ah. coincidentally. Coincidentally, yeah, I didn't just look it up right now either. I actually had it on the list. Wow. Anyway, so there's this one airline that has been fined for hosting a mid-air beauty pageant with scantily clad Hawaiian dancers. Maybe that's the one you'd like to take. Mm. This looks awesome. <laughs> and so, yeah, they, it says there's a video on the bottom, so you can actually scroll down and see Ooh, the video. hello. Look at all the dudes <laughs> with their phones and stuff. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to switch your phones good. off. <laughs> yeah. uh, they, the, apparently, the passengers quite enjoyed it. It says a pre-prepared meal and a slightly dated movie is the best most airplane passengers can hope for. But a Vietnamese carrier has taken its entertainment offering to a stratospheric level by serving up a mid-air beauty pageant. None of the male passengers appeared to be dashing for emergency exits when a string of women in Hawaiian bikinis trooped through the cabin in the inaugural Viet Jet Air flight from Ho Chi Minh City to the coastal city destination of... Is that Nha Trang? I think. Uh, I, was, oh. I was looking at the pictures so. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I forgot. Desktop, I'm so. podcasting with a couple of men. Y'all aren't going to care about the words. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> instead, they reached for their phones to record the scantily clad women who had all been contestants in a local beauty contest performing a three minute hip shaking dance in front of them during the night flight last Friday. And what's that little bit there, bottom? Sadly, due to the excessive use of mobile phones, the plane crashed into a mountain. <laughs> no. It is said, however, the airline has now been fined after a video showing the unusual high-altitude antics was posted on YouTube and became a hit on social networks. Who fines? I wonder. Uh, the Vietnam Aviation Authority. Killjoys. Oh. Yeah, poopers. Party poopers. <laughs> they weren't naked. No. No, they're not naked at all. In fact, they're no. wearing more than most uh, air stewardesses. <laughs> 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 I don't know what stewardesses you are looking at, Jeppy, but... Um... I, I was Playboy Air. <laughs> oh, that would be why. That would be why, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so apparently they have, you know, the video of the bikini dance. These are videos from YouTube, so it's people that actually posted the videos that watched it. And so after the show, please, you guys can watch that if you'd like. But I thought it was kind of funny that I had Oh, after? This. Sorry. I'll turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll never get your attention back if you're watching that. Be it jet or gonna have to bookmark that. <laughs> Going to Australia next year? That no, is that near Vietnam? We can uh, do a stopover. You could. Mm. You could do a layover there. Yeah. Let's do it. See how many fines they're willing to pay. See if they can up their ticket price and just keep paying the fines. <laughs> There's two videos. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> you guys are such men. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yep. Anyway, this one, this one was at dailymail.co.uk, and I will put the link on the show notes for those who wish to go see the videos, like Jeppy and like 
Yes, and, and like Rick, apparently, so. <laughs> Dumps a cattle train. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> when I was in college, we had a group of dancers who wore coconuts and grass skirts, and they would go out and shake their booties. There was only YouTube and they were actually through the college. Hmm? YouTube video of that? Are we going to look at? No. 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 Keep it to yourself, then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's the point? Oh, if I would have taken part in it, maybe. But by that time, mm, no. <laughs> Dreams was next to a, a railway track. Yes, can you hear the plane? Or I'm sorry, can you hear the train? Yeah, no yeah. way. That's cool. It's sorry, a, it's because my really, door opened and I just kind of left it there. Roth, <laughs> I think. I'm, I'm maybe, maybe not to hit. To me, that's very evocative of America. That sort of train sound and the hotel. Oh, yeah. I love that. Well, you know, it's. I guess small town America because I don't think yeah. in the bigger cities you'd hear that you'd be hearing car horns and oh, yeah, cars and stuff like that but we don't have very many people that drive down this street unless they live here so yeah no, it's like a, it's under of exploration or something yeah I, like, yeah I love that so I, I never have minded living near trains and hearing the trains and stuff yeah it's so. cool ambient noise alright well I think we're actually going to come to our last story now oh Oh. <laughs> and this one's our heartwarming story, and hopefully Jeppy approves oh. of this one because in the past he has not approved of my heartwarming story. It's like at the end of the news where they tell you about the cat up yeah. the tree or whatever. Yeah. I spend the whole 25 minutes talking about mass death and suicides and bombs, and, and they go, and then today a puppy. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh, bang your man, no way. Stephen King's hometown. Oh, yeah. I, oh, by the way, I, I know you were asking people about what books they read, and I know you didn't do it this time, but I'm going to say that I'm... Oh, well, we aren't there yet. We're probably going to do that right after this. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jeppy, by the way, he Ooh. sent me a big, huge, long list of books. Ah, uh, cool. You're going to love talking to him about the books. <laughs> anyway. It says that there were a couple of boys, age 16, who saved swimmers that were swept away in the Stillwater River current. And... Apparently, these boys just saw them sweep past, and they jumped in to go get them, and these people were already close to drowning, and so, you know how when you're drowning and you're panicking, you're pushing people away that are actually trying to save you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they said that at least the lady was actually doing that, and eventually they, I mean, she pushed her, uh, she pushed one of the boys under a ton of time, <gasps> and eventually they finally got them to safety, but... A couple, you know, kids these days are labeled as selfish and attached to video games and all these other things. But these two boys, you know, they they really did go above and beyond. Most people would go, oh, look, there's people in the river. Let me call 911. No, they jumped in. Mm. So probably not the safest thing for them to do, but certainly very selfless and very nice. Although the two victims afterwards did notice their wallet missing. So, swings swings and roundabouts. You're such a liar, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> sort of sounds like a Stephen King novel almost as well, like the start of one. Maybe after uh, that, uh, the people came back and killed those boys. Because they stole their wallet. <laughs> I have to admit that I've read more Dean Koontz than I have Stephen King. What One of these guys looks like a man as opposed to a boy as well. There just seems to be only one boy in that picture. Let me see. Oh, I don't know. That's actually a video. Oh, the background, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a video, so I can find out. It's only 15 seconds. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> 
no, no, that, well, that uh, was that was over and above. That was very nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> last time I was on, you were talking about that guy who who caught a girl falling off a uh, air conditioning unit. I wasn't. Saying that, <laughs> well, but is but he caught her. Yeah, and hurt himself in the process. Well, yes, he hurt himself, but he saved a little girl. I mean, if she would have hit the ground... He wouldn't hurt himself. She wouldn't have made... Jebby, you're such a... <laughs> was she falling She's going to have a first? bad hip. She was she young, fell. and she had... Um, young people are very flexible. <laughs> she would not have bounced. She had... Um, oh, now Autism. I can't remember. Autism, there you go. She was autistic, so she was dancing on the air conditioner and the guy saw her up there and then she fell and he caught her and he tore some stuff in his arm when he yeah, did. Yeah, remember but... this story? Yeah. See? Oh. I think it was on, was it on episode 11? Yeah, yeah it was on 11, I think. With Melindria and 42. Melindria and uh, 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 uh. <laughs> You know, when I listened to the recording to edit, he actually said a lot more than I thought he did when we were doing I know. We were actually he, he did say quite a bit. <laughs> or he would chime in with little comments that I would miss while we were recording, and they were just absolutely hilarious. It was awesome. Those two were fun to record with. I wonder did they remember to like put their phones down before jumping in the water? I've done that before, you know, just jumped in and then realized that I've got like a camera and a phone in my pocket or whatever. Yeah, expensive <laughs> mistake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say it's worth it for saving a life, but... Jeppy would disagree. It depends on depends. the phone, doesn't it? I mean, you know, if it's if it's a modern smartphone, you've got to really give that serious consideration. <laughs> yeah, but it's a burner. Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear the rumor that the new iPhone fives are supposed to be like nine hundred dollars? What? Yes, much, I heard that. How much rumor. are they now? Then how much is a how much would a normal iPhone go for now? Uh, six. Whoa. I don't. I don't pay full price because I always get it with a plan. I got mine for ninety nine dollars. Woohoo! But I mean, yeah, the iPhones are really getting quite expensive. They're probably going to price themselves out of my pocket. I'm not going to be able to afford them. Yeah, they've got like a massive. If they're upping, maybe to the thirty. It's going to be thirty two and sixty four or something. If more memory inside mm-hmm. them, that's maybe why. Apple charges a huge premium on flash memory. As I've been discovering while pricing a MacBook Air. <laughs> yeah, I ended up getting this phone because I, I have a 4. And I got it several months ago because my other phone was just not behaving very well. And that was an old 3GS. And my 3GS had 16 gigs. And I got this 4 for $99, not knowing that it only had 8 gigs. Ooh. And yeah. so I essentially had to cut my apps and everything in half. And I was like, oh, what to get rid of and what to keep. It was so hard. <laughs> yeah, that's a difficult process to go through. <laughs> yes, it is. Especially- and my husband's like, it's eight gigs. It's a lot. And I was like, yeah, but I had a lot of apps. <laughs> yeah. It's the podcast. Offer- it's for me. Yeah, they all add up, don't they? I don't know why they don't offer, like, upgrade with, you know, an SD, one of the cars called STD or SDHD mm-hmm. or the yeah. little like micro yeah my Samsung Android phone's got you know I think it's got 8 on board but it's got 16 in the slot you know so. yeah I don't think Apple believe in having that non-uniform <laughs> slot on there <laughs> yeah. my uh, my Nook has the same thing I was able to add a micro chart or a micro thingy memory card to my Nook by, by the I way could... hip a Nook is a poor man's Kindle sorry if you didn't know what that was. it's the same <laughs> price is that the one that uh, the the bookstore 
It's Barnes and Noble have something to do with it. Yeah. It does have Kindle. something. <laughs> can't you like and then, like read? <laughs> oh, can't you read like uh, or preview the books or something in Barnes and Noble stores or whatever? That sort of you cool? can. You can go to the Barnes and Noble store and you can preview any book you'd like. But aren't actually you, you, physically in the store? Yeah. But are there any book stores left though? That's the question. Oh yeah. Um, we actually turned into Barnes. Keep most of them now. <laughs> no, I, when I was in Dallas recently, there was a gigantic like three floor one uh, in El Paso. There's there's several. I mean, yeah, there's Barnes and Nobles all over the place. Okay, at least Ryan. So it's for me, it's not a bad deal. Plus, they sometimes give you special uh, special coupons. I've gotten free chocolate from my Nook before. Ooh. By going to a Barnes and Noble store and taking it with me, so I'm totally for free chocolate. <laughs> See, I I was sort of thinking about this. Does any ebook reader have uh, a display on the back of it that could display a little image to show what you're reading? You know, like the front of the book. I know that lots of people wouldn't want to do that when they're reading Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey on the train or whatever. But <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Actually. I guess but, uh, the expensive you, thing is the actual screen, so you you'd be doubling the cost of that. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to have a screen on both sides. I mean, what's the chance that I'm going to poke the other screen and crack it? True, but I, well, I suppose it wouldn't really matter. That you would just lose that functionality, maybe. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, you know, for for instance, when I was reading um, Irvin Welsh, who's a, he's the guy who wrote Transpotting the movie. Well, he wrote the book, which was adapted into a movie. Uh, the sequel to Transpotting Porno um, is it's got a very it's, it's evocative cover. It's like a blow up sex doll. Um, oh. and it scares old people on the train or well on the bus and stuff which I always find to be fun you know and you, can't, you, can't, you can't really do that anymore you know oh, oh so you were saying if you have an e-reader you can't scare people with the cover of your book yeah exactly oh, yeah. I don't know so maybe if there's any uh, if someone you're listening when, when people talk about the difference between e-readers and, and, and normal books they really constantly miss that point don't they the inability to scare old age pensioners on a bus. <laughs> right. it, they never ever. Dis- I, I'm shocked that that's never come up on Sword and Laser. That, that's, <laughs> that's, that is a definite disadvantage. It is a disadvantage. Right. Although, I mean, Unless someone asks, what are you reading? And you go, oh, look. And, and then you can scare them out. Right. I mean, as, yeah. as strange as that sounds, even coming from hip, the, the fact is that people do like people to see what they're reading. They do. So I remember yeah. when, um, when Harry Potter came out. They had to do two covers. They had the really weird children's Hogwarts train type cover. And then they had an adult cover because so many adults were reading it that they were going, listen, I can't. I'm not right. going to read it on the train when it's got all this cartoony <laughs> cover. And so they, they, every single book after that came out with an adult and a, uh, and a child cover. I read cover. it with a cartoony cover. It didn't bother me at all. I'm not even going to go there, so... Yeah, I, I didn't understand. I know, I know. You cite me often. I didn't understand the adult covers for Harry Potter. I was happy with the animated versions, but uh, yeah, I, I, I totally see where you're coming from. The it's yeah. interesting because it, it's sort of cool when you see so, when you see someone on the bus or whatever reading like you know George R. R. Martin or whatever, and you're like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. It's uh, a conversation like, starter when someone's reading a book that you're familiar with or an I'm, author that you enjoy. Yeah, I don't want to come across like the guy who goes up and just starts random conversations with you on the <laughs> bus, like. But I will like sort of like you know smile at the person if they're reading something that I like. Little, little <laughs> thumbs up or something. That's cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually don't find it a problem for people to strike up random conversations. I mean, how do you In really America, meet people? 
in America. You know, uh, I don't know. In 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 the UK, I don't know so much in in Ireland, but in in where well, I used to grow up in South London, you get stabbed in the eye. You start right. a random yeah. conversation <laughs> with some dude, especially about what yeah. they're reading. <laughs> I, I just don't like. Well, the- I mean. I usually have some uh, an agenda, you know, like I, I'm, I'm waiting to listen to a podcast or Hard Stern or something. So, you know, I don't want to be interrupted. So it is sort of annoying yeah. for me when something, somebody starts up a conversation. Better in your good head. <laughs> well, so I just figure, you know, how do you really meet people? How many cool people have you met simply by stopping and talking to them? Usually it's Not. just people trying to tell me their religion. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the only people who seem to stop me in the street. There are people like you. For me to donate to their charity, they, they always they always start with something normal, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, donate to save the elephants." <laughs> Actually, we're, we're I don't know why, but we're constantly played by Jehovah's Witnesses at our front door. Oh, really? I think at no, some I... point, my son may have given them the slightest inkling that he was interested, and they they feel that they may have one that they can grab. Uh-oh. So they keep coming yeah. back. Yeah, see that that I don't know. Well, we don't get many Jehovah's Witnesses around here, but it, it's more the people trying to sell you stuff in the street. I feel sorry for them as well, because it's got to be a terrible job. Though apparently it's pretty well paid if you're good at it. Like if the you're able to sell. Are the worst ones, you know, the ones who, who have yeah. the clipboard and jacket, and then they come, they come pouncing at you like some sort of bloody exit missile, trying to yeah. get to sign away your finances. I've exactly. heard. I've heard that they've done studies where the people that, you know, stand on the street corners and beg actually make more than minimum wage. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they do. As, you, as it's, Hip says, if you're good at it, because you're basically on some sort of commission, I would imagine. So if you, well, no, I mean the people that actually just are out there and just begging. Begging. Oh, like begging. they, oh, yeah. Like, you know, they stand on the street corner and they have a sign that says, you know, I'm hungry or I have no job or whatever, especially with the economy the way it is right now. And, you know, a lot of people just hand them their change. And apparently, it can really, really add up. Yeah, and so, especially if you've got a golden radio voice. Hmm? <laughs> especially if you happen to have a golden radio voice, you're like, "Hey, welcome!" Hey, hey, hey. Don't remember that guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's if people will actually open their windows to hear you have a golden radio voice. No, I suppose. Are you telling me that you would like to do some begging? <laughs> well, if I had that voice, guy who has this fantastic voice and is a beggar. Yeah, it was it was it was a story about half a year ago or something. I can't remember his name, Ted something or other. But yeah, he he looks he looks really down and out, like you know, yeah, he looks to- like a total homeless person. But he just happened to have this massive, I don't know, yuck yuck radio voice. Yeah. Oh gosh. And so people gave him money for that. Yeah, he was on Oprah and stuff, and lots of wow. like Ellen and whatnot. Yeah, he blew up all across the media and stuff. Yeah, don't know where he is now, wow. but. Okay, so I I know you've been kind of looking forward to this part, and I pushed it to the last instead of doing it at the first since we had two poo stories. (laughs) But (laughs) Jeppy often likes to ask our guests, so I'll let Jeppy go ahead. What do I like to ask them? The books, Jeppy, the books. Oh, uh, hit books. <laughs> Never mind. I guess he doesn't want to ask today. What well, I normally I ask, what's on your what's on your bedside? What's on your bedside table at the moment? Here? Oh, really? <laughs> well, nothing because I listen to audiobooks. What? <laughs> uh, my, my, my my iPhone. <laughs> oh, right. I'm yeah. as well. Yeah, somehow I, I, you know, I just can't go back to reading. You know, it's just so much easier to ha- to be read to, and you can do two things at once. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like I like I like to be able to read on the bus, but I can't be ours carrying a book. So 
it it works out for me. Some audiobooks are better than others in terms of who's reading them, but overall, there's never really been one that's been so bad that I couldn't listen to it. And uh, yeah, at the moment, I'm listening to quite a bit uh, of the well, Stephen King. I've uh, been going through his back catalogs, and I'd started the Dark Tower series, but never actually finished it. So I'm uh, rereading, listening to that from the start, which is Stephen King's foray into uh, fantasy, maybe. Yeah. How, how, like, how many books is that? Like six or s- no, five, he, six. The, yeah, I think there's six or seven. I'm not sure, but he just released another one. He re- he released a f- book four point five, which goes between the fourth uh. and the fifth book. So that's ha- half the reason why I started reading it again because there's more brand new content there to read. But I know uh, a big fan. She loves those books. Oh yeah. Um, well, yeah. The, the I don't know. There's just something about his his character Roland that's uh, epic. Also, it's awesome. But uh, yeah, apart from that, I'm a big fantasy uh, reader. I think we talked about this in the past. I love George R. R. Martin, the, the Song of Ice and Fire series. Yeah. How do you find yeah. Roy DeTrice as a narrator there? Uh, I think he's like, amazing. Like I, I, was, I was really sad when they replaced him for the fifth one. Well, apparently he was, he was too sick to do it or something, or he was doing some yeah. show or something. But you don't like him now? Uh, <clears throat> I can listen. He, like you were just saying earlier, he, he certainly doesn't put me off listings. I, I, I have listened to all the books that he's done. But some, his accents, sometimes they go, you know, sometimes he, like he'll start off with one particular <laughs> accent and then he'll move on to another one for the same character. And right. he, also, he also didn't, a couple of times, maybe earlier on in the earlier books, he didn't really seem to understand... Character. Right. He didn't know what the character's age was. Like he, I can't remember who it was. But <laughs> who's the, who's the ward? Yeah, Davos is bad. Like some kind of <laughs> but, um, who was the ward of the uh, Starks? The guy who turns against them later on. Theon. The, Theon. Like Theon, he's got him as a very much like, like that, like an old man. Like a, but he's not. He's a young. He's a young kid, isn't he? So it's, there's a few times where it's like that, and you kind of, it kind of rankles a bit. And also, of course. <laughs> When when he when he may knock into the odd uh, bit of a bit of smutty scenes, I'm like, oh jeez, can't, <laughs> can't be doing that. I can't be really listening to Void of Cheese talk about that. Um, for okay, you guys listen to a lot more audiobooks than I do. I think I pretty much just have a couple under my belt. But do they always change the voices for the characters, or is that dependent on who's reading the stories? They always make an attempt, don't they? It would be yeah. really, really, really otherwise. But who reads the Harry Potters? Do you guys know? Stephen Fry. Jim Dale in America and Stephen Fry here. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind him, but if you, his if you version of it's... Hermione, oh, yeah. his version of Hermione really grates on my nerves. Uh, who have you got there? Have you, got, have you listened to Stephen Fry or Jim Dale? The American guy have you got? Well, the crazy thing is, of course, is they're both British. Oh, are they? <laughs> oh, oh, I Jim thought Dale. Jim Dale was American. Jim Dale was the doctor in all the Carry On films. Oh, I see. No way. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that he, I thought that he sounded American, but he's not as good as Stephen Fry by any stretch of the imagination. I guess he's lived in America for quite some time. Right, I but, see. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely British because he was he was Doctor. I can't remember the name, but some innuendo, Doctor something other. <laughs> innuendo. The carry on. Well, all the carry on. Yeah, carry like, on. Oh, those <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's totally. Look, look for the Stephen Fry version. I think you can get them both on Audible and stuff. 
Yeah, Stephen. Oh, I'm not majestic. sure. Majestic. My husband. My husband listens to audiobooks a lot, especially with his profession as a truck driver right now. And even before that, he would travel a lot, and so he would like to listen to audiobooks. And so most of the time, when I've listened to him, it's when I've been in the car with him, and he's like, "Do you mind?" And I was like, "No, of course not." And so I I tend to actually sit down and read them. Now, granted, I may still use the technology and read them on an e-reader, but I tend to actually sit down and read a book. But, uh, yeah, it's just whenever he did Hermione and he just lifted his voice up like this, and it was just, I was like, oh, that's horrible. You must have Jim Dow, I think. Stephen Fry, although you realize it's not not a girl, he he does it different. I don't know, it's hard to explain, isn't it, Hip, how he does it. He does does an absolutely fantastic job of those books, though. Yeah, I totally agree. Some people can pull it off. Like, for instance, I listened to the Fifty Shades of Grey, well, half of it at least. (laughs) The, the first one and that's that's read by a woman and it, she doesn't do a great job of doing the, the dude's voice uh, uh, maybe it's just because you know you, you're they, you can't go bassy enough or whatever whereas uh, a dude can do bassy and then just sort of grab his balls and do the high, high bits as well, you know. <laughs> I think that would depend on the woman I've actually known some women who have bassier voices than men Oh, okay. Yeah, it just depends. Yeah, I suppose. Okay, well, <laughs> I want to meet the... Uh, uh, sorry. Anyway, so uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, um, not so good. <laughs> I haven't read it. I've admitted on past podcasts to being curious about it, but I have not yet read it. It's, so. cr- it's pretty crap, to tell you the truth. It's it's worse. It's written... <laughs> it's ri- the writing style is worse than... like I, I love J.K. Rowling, but her writing style is a bit childish or whatever compared to other books that I've read and it's worse oh it's that. a good thing Juno's not on the show there's something she- by J.K. Rowling that pulls you in and like makes you feel like you know you're part of Hogwarts or back into the, yeah. s- the school system that sort of thing but it, I still think that her like prose is uh, you know it's not as advanced as a lot of books I've read Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get nasty well, no, emails. Think, you know, she's a listener. You know, I think that's right. Though I think I mean, obviously, she she was writing for a younger audience. I think that her pose improved too. as she her pose definitely improved throughout the books. But I don't think it ever got to the you know it never got to the Stephen King stage. I mean, Stephen King. A lot of people will say that Stephen King is not fantastic prose, but I disagree. I think he he's he's able to string a sentence together better than quite a lot of authors. Yeah, I agree. Though he can be a bit too descriptive at times. <laughs> Have you read The Dome or listened to The Dome? No. So I think it's one of his later books, one of his more recent books, I should say. The guy, if you get the audiobook, the guy who reads that is fantastic. The book is, mm, I wouldn't say he's the best Stephen King by any stretch. It's still a very interesting, I mean, I don't know if I've read a bad Stephen King, but it's still, it, it's still a very good book. But the guy who reads it makes it fantastic. Sometimes, a very good narrator will make even not a fantastic book good. Come to life, yeah. yeah. I agree. Also, I've noticed a few, I quite like the ones where they, they have a few voices, like they'll have two or three people doing the... the so yeah, if you've got I, female characters, they'll be doing that. See, that sounds like a... To me, that would be the ideal way to do it, where one person was the narrator, and then you have people that actually come in and do the voices for the characters. Sometimes, and that, that way you don't have a man trying to sound like a woman or a woman trying to sound like a man. You yeah, have, yeah. you know. Sometimes that can be off-putting as well, though. I don't know. Sometimes I prefer just one person. Though I was listening to you your last show, and one of the guy, one of your guests, um, loved the Star Wars books novels. 
and uh, lots of those are done almost like audio plays or something. They've got lots of the yeah. Star Wars sound effects and lots of different mm-hmm. actors doing the different voices. And when Chewie speaks, you know, you get the I can't do an impression, sorry. <laughs> But uh, yeah, those are good. It, uh, it really draws you in when you just get the little beeps in the background from the from the systems and whatnot as as they're talking. Yeah, I've just like watching the movie, but not. Yeah, so like the old radio place. Is it Scott Brick who does some of the audio voice for some of the Star Wars? But he has this real everything. Everything's exciting, even if they're doing something <laughs> relatively banal. It's all, it's all, it sounds all fantastic. And you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, calm down because when it does get exciting, you know, you're going to lose a foot or something because that's mental. You need to calm down and work, work out to the summon. But from, from word one till the last word of the book, it's. Okay. And you get you exhausted by the end of it. So. Yeah. But I do. I do I, if you're, I know, I don't know if you're a fan of Doctor Who, but they, some of those ones are quite good as well. They do a thing called the Big, I think it's Big Finished, who are like a, a studio that got the rights to pretty much all the uh, Doctor Who stories, hmm. and they do, they do it like it's, it's, it really is more of a radio play than a, than an audio book. And I, th- and I think quite a few of them have been written. They're not originally originally books. They were they were written as the audio plays, and they're quite good. Oh. But you're quite like right. If, you, if it if it's too overpowering. I was talking. To, I was uh, tweeted which a little while ago about uh, the Batman. Uh, DC have done quite a few audio books as well, some of their big right. series. As well. And Batman Nightfall. At first, you're like, "Oh, it's good because it's like a radio play." But after a while, you start to get a bit confused about what's going on. There's no <laughs> exposition necessarily. They do have. They they tend to have a narrator. But if you're not keyed into the narrator's voice, sometimes you'll miss stuff. So you're you're constantly having to think in your mind what's happening. There's no right. exposition. There's no. Don't know where yeah. characters actually physically are in the in the story. So. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, so, but, uh, sorry. sorry go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, you can. You're, you're <laughs> telling us what other books you've. Uh, yeah, well, apart from that, I can't. I can't remember my list now. But uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm an avid reader of uh, mostly at the moment Stephen King. I tried. I was reading through it recently as well, but I didn't. I, did, I had to stop because um, I wanted to go back to the Dark Tower. Four point five came out, but it's an interesting novel. I like the way it sort of flicks back and forth between uh, the kids and the adults. Mm. I've it's never read one... it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to, to interrupt. Oh. Actually, I'm not sorry, but I'm interrupting. <laughs> um, Aussie Blue Moon just posted about 15 minutes ago that they're listening to their first OMG nap, and they're starting at the beginning. Ooh. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Have you suggested they start at number 10? <laughs> oh, really? You think when so? When it starts to get good, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You do realize you were on the second and third episodes, right? Yeah, I know, but I didn't give it my all, to be honest. I wasn't really sure about the whole project. <laughs> Yeah, at the time you were fighting me, I was calling you co-host, and you're like, "No, Thanks. no, I'm not. No." <laughs> anyway, Aussie Blue Moon, if you make it this far, I certainly hope you do. Hi, and thank you for listening. Yeah, <laughs> sorry you for pouring the other eight. Um, <laughs> you're not an audiobook. I just listened to um, a thing called Maze Runner. The Maze Runner again. It's a it seems to be there's a whole flurry of these types of young adult books um, in the sort of Hunger Games style where there's some sort of trial or there's some kids, that, not kids, but 16, 17-year-olds are yeah. put through their paces kind of thing. 
And that was very good. It was a, it was a trilogy. I, I actually had an interesting on the podcast a couple back, but it's, it's, an, I, it's a nightmare because I don't now... I just read the final book and I don't now want to recommend the other two because the final book just went... Bleh. Oh, oh no, really? I, hate that. I hate that. And it's like the guy was like, "Well, look, I've contracted for three books. So I can like the squeeze two out. Exactly like the Matrix. Yeah, I could squeeze <laughs> two out. But the th- you know, the third one was like he just phoned it in. He was no. Oh no, that's, oh, that's horrible. It's not. It's not awful. It's not. I mean, I'm not going to say that people are going to start running for the streets, smashing the gaff up because the book was so hideous, but. It just the potential. The potential. The, the first two books are so fantastic and such fantastic potential. The premise of the whole storyline is so fantastic that when you, the third book is that much more disappointing because it, you, you were led to. You know, you were, you were really enjoying the roller coaster ride of the trilogy. So, right. Yeah. So now I'm like, I've, I've recommended to a few people. I'm like, oh god, now they're going to be the third book to become some sort of ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, I did put that on my reading list because you did recommend it. But, I know. Uh, and I'll still read it. There's a couple books. I've heard that I have one that, oh, goodness, it's called, the first one I think is called The Book of Earth, and then there's The Book of Fire and The Book of mm. Air, or Work of Water, I believe, and the last one's supposed to be The Book of Air. And when I read the series, the last one hadn't come out yet. And I still haven't read the last one, but I heard that it was really disappointing in comparison to the other ones, but yeah. I'll probably still read it. I'm, I'm probably going to go ahead and start at the beginning and go all the way through again. It's, it's interesting. It's dragons and fantasy and, you know, I love dragons and fantasy stuff. So that's totally not why I play WoW though. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the Hunger Games is another book that I didn't finish or trilogy. I didn't finish. I got, the third book and about halfway through and sort of left it so mm. I'm not, not sure how much I liked it it's another one which I uh, uh, didn't think was as well it was sort of it sort of had the same Badly writing written. style as yeah <laughs> Harry Potter Badly but it written, didn't bring you I mean, yeah it didn't bring you in as much yeah no I, I tried listening to the audiobooks for that and, and I also had the um, Kindle version and I, I just found it badly written I just couldn't get over just I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. Shh, don't say that. I want to read those. Shh. See, the trouble is, this, the annoying thing, of course, is that it's actually again a very good premise for a book and inc- a good story. And it's going to, and mm-hmm. I believe it made a very good film. I don't know. I haven't seen the film, but yeah, the running the film was good. I have seen the film. Sometimes I fear in this day and age, and I felt it a lot with this Maze Runner series that they're writing in anticipation of making a film, and you kind of I'm think. Because the, I mean, because the film will be incredibly visual, the prose does not necessarily have to be that fantastic. They just, the people who are buying the film rights are buying the story, they're buying the concept. And sometimes I worry, I, I do worry that that's the case with, with several of these types of books that seem to have some sort of uh, yeah. word of mouth spread, you know. Or maybe, and this is probably going to get me slapped, do you think that with the more recent pushes toward so many people thinking that reading is horrible and boring that the people who do read are not as demanding of good quality maybe and i i i think in the i i could spend three hours ranting about this but i think in in the twitter texting type environment you want short sharp quick turning pages you want precise relatively small words sadly enough you don't yeah. really want to have people have to go to a dictionary to find out what the hell's going on 
so so and these books tend tend to that i mean I, I, as much as i dislike That's what I'm asking. The Hunger is, Games, is society demanding it now in it's, a way it's, the witch would call it the dumbing it, right. it, it's you know it's it is that and, and that's not a bad thing because I, like i said as much as i disliked this style of the Hunger Games, my daughter lapped it up she loved it Mm-hmm. She was 13 years old. She loved it. She, she, in fact, she almost finished it and well, started that's it actually again. The, that's so. the age it's written toward. Yeah, it, the Hunger Games is written toward young adults. Yeah, I guess. But it, so was Harry Potter, and that has, that has a totally different feel to it. I don't know. I don't actually agree with that. I, I don't know. My husband told me about an interview with J.K. Rowling at some point, and I can't remember details on it. He was very much into those books, and he liked them a lot. And what he told me was that the books weren't actually intended for children at first. Mm-hmm. Yes, they had adolescent characters, but they weren't necessarily intended for children. That's why there is, you know, mild cursing and such. They weren't necessarily meant to be read to an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old. The fear factor alone, you know, some of the parts are scary for children. Certainly, the later books are, but the first book is not really. The first book's very yeah, it's childish to me. I mean, I don't childish, know about you guys. Yeah. And the film as well. You only have to watch the film and see the difference between the third book. See the f- between the first book and the seventh book. Jeez, I mean, talk about moving from light to dark. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, um, that's it's funny you were saying about cursing because the guy who wrote these uh, maze books decided that he he knows. I mean, we all know that teenagers swear. Now, as much as we'd like to, that not to be the case, but oh, we all know that teenagers once amongst themselves swear. So he invented this entire <laughs> language. So he's got like clunk meaning shit, and he's got yeah, uh, shuck anyway. and stuff like that. So that they all like oh, you, you know, you shuck face clunk, and all this sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, it's like I think fracking. that exactly children, yeah, exactly. yeah, I think that children a lot of times they swear because they think that that you know that's what adults do. It's just, but one thing that they don't consider so much is that there's a lot of places that adults can't swear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, I've it got, is. I've got you know, it's... like six churches in the last ten years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't necessarily mean church. I mean, you know, at work, you have too much of a potty mouth, depending on what you do, and they will not keep you around. Right. You know, you can't be sitting there at McDonald's going, you know, what the fuck do you want? I mean, it, oh, you're not going to get it. James, any- please. Yeah, you can. That's what Belfast oh, is. is. <laughs> oh, whatever, Jeppy. That, that's exactly Jeez. what happened to me when I bought a bacon double cheeseburger last week. The guy said, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you serious? No. <laughs> no but oh. almost, you know, it, that's the look you gave me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, does, it does depend. It is quite geographic as well. There's, you know, when I, you go through Croydon on a Saturday night <laughs> and it's not, it's not the same as going through uh, Newport here. It's a very different environment. <laughs> you do hear the odd swear. Yeah, well, you hear it. I mean, it's heard and the on odd the stabbing. It is. <laughs> it's heard on the streets. It's heard in the stores. It's heard everywhere. I mean, my kids are exposed to it. But, you know, when I'm at work, and, and granted, I tend to not be a person that swears overly much anyway. That's why it took me so long to get out that curse word. Oh, I just God. sit there and say, do I really want to say it? Uh-oh. Right. But... I'm you know, shaking, when I'm at work, oh, <laughs> when I'm at work, I can't swear. I swear, I get written up. Yeah, because you're teaching eight-year-olds. No, I'm not. I'm teaching eleven to thirteen-year-olds. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> That's understandable. 
<laughs> but even when I was teaching 18-year-olds, because I have, you know, there has been a time in my career when I've been teaching, you know, all the way up to 18, you still can't swear. Because it's the environment. It's a professional environment. I understand that. I mean, that's... Right. You need to set an example. Right. And so, you know, my kids look at me all the time when I tell them not to swear, and they're like, why? You do. And I'm like, actually... It's really rare when something Actually, comes out of fuck off to your rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Or, you know, they're just like, why do you tell us not to drink? You do. And I'm like, Actually, um, I kind of don't. And right. they actually, they literally go to somebody who knows me to ask if I'm telling them the truth. It's really funny. Why can't, Someone who's- why can't we use hard drugs? You do too, no? (laughs) Doesn't happen. (laughs) Actually, the comment that they've told me on that one is, why do you want us not to try drugs? I'm sure you did as a kid. And I was like, uh, no. Right. I didn't. I was like, was I asked to? Sure. Yeah. Everybody's supposed to that. But did I make a decision to? No. I'm a bit of a goody two shoes. (laughs) It depends on the workplace, though. I mean, uh, in my workplace, people regularly, (laughs) regularly swear. It does depend on the workplace. It depends on whether you're dealing with customers or each other or if you're dealing with children or stuff like that. I mean, it it does depend a lot on the environment itself. I'm sure in an IT atmosphere where you don't have customers coming in and out all the time or you don't have children wandering around randomly, yeah, you're going to have more swearing there. You're in an environment with a soldier, you're going to have a ton of swearing. Right. Because, you know, but... Not all, you know, you're, these kids, some of the first jobs they get are usually the kind of jobs that just need a little bit of training and then they go into it and it's customer service type jobs. They are not going to be able to walk in with the kind of language they think they are. Totally. But yeah, I mean, everybody hears it one way or another, you know, kids wise. Um, I think it's just how how good you are at being able to turn it on and off. Um, Yeah. I can swear like a sailor. Uh, outside of working in or outside of for instance work I can swear all I want but in an interview for instance you know I can uh, <laughs> you know, sw- sw- switch to a different mode yeah <laughs> yeah you do yeah. have to I mean I on board a ship and stuff you do, every other word's a swear word there's no you know, <laughs> down, down, in, down in the engines and stuff and, down, and round in, in the uh, non passenger areas for instance on a cruise ship it's effing this and effing that and there's no oh yeah uh, but it's, you know as you you go from all the crew quarters are below the fourth deck, and then as you move on to the fifth deck, there's a sign as you come from the into the from the um, crew area to the passenger which says, "Think where you are." <laughs> but basically, it says you know <laughs> How appropriate exactly. <laughs> you know it's it, it's very hard sometimes because because you are moving from a work environment to a passenger environment right. almost instantly. You know, so no effing swearing. Well, it has Mind been a lovely time, guys, but I actually have to go get my children. Yeah, oh, sorry. Right. It's been so, going on. And remember, I need to speak <laughs> to your son about that uh, McDonald's thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, well... Uh, tell, him, tell him I'll go, I'll go as high as fifty, but no more. <laughs> Again, it would cost more to send it to you than that. <laughs> well, no, it's okay, because I'll, I'll put it on eBay and you can just send it to the buyer. That's fine. No, <laughs> no. They pay postage. No. No, <laughs> no Jeffy. You can't have it. Alright then. I'll talk to him later. <laughs> it has to be through my computer. Oh, jeez. 
anyway, it has been lovely. I've had so much fun. It's yeah. been great. It's been awesome. And so thank you so much for joining us. Such an excellent guest. Yes. yes. Thank you very much for having me. There's been a lot of fun. The only thing I want and- to know is that Cypher won't measure up. <laughs> Cypher, totally. He will. <laughs> just, just make sure to <laughs> like, give him credit for the work that he does. <laughs> <laughs> I... You know, I'm walking into this not knowing either one of you very well, and so Jeppy, of course, knows you guys a lot better than I do. But um, so I'm gonna treat you both the same. <laughs> yeah, he's the much more rational one. Don't worry. About it's it. like, hi, I'm a complete stranger, but I'd love to have you join us on this podcast where you know the co-host. I swear, you know the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been really fun. Any t- any chance I have the podcast with Jeppy, it's always a pleasure. And that, speaking of that, I want you to come back on the addicted again. Oh, that'd be great. Find an invitation, Jeppy. Oh, and uh, if you're up for it as well, Sarah, um, it's the invitations there. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I might just have to take you up on that, except the whole video thing, right? Um, You don't have to do video. It just shows up as a big white screen otherwise. I I actually have a webcam. I would have to consider that. Put my makeup on that day or something. (laughs) You should see some of it. Ten minutes in the lesions (laughs) would be Trust me. But when you see the state of me on video, you're worried. I look like something out of Braveheart. <laughs> well, it's appropriate, I suppose. <laughs> Unless you're wearing the kilt. Freedom! <laughs> Freedom! Are you talking about that mad Irishman from Braveheart? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he's hilarious. He's my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Right, yeah. So this is what happens every week. I hit. We, we leave. We end the show about 18 times. We right. do. And then, and then somebody says, and we're like, oh, 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 another hour. So, you know. <laughs> well, I don't have an hour. But um, I did, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed this afternoon. And He's a gold so, guest, I tell you. We're very lucky. Yes, Thank you, him. Definitely. And so maybe sometime you would like to join us in the future? Yeah, uh, I'm happy to join well, you. Whatever. Well, okay, we'll see how the ratings go. Let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if we get into double figures, then you, know, you might be back. Oh, oh, don't listen to him. We'll have you back sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Next okay. week, we should be having Aprilian and Pixie Girl. Oh, gee, dear nice. Lord. <laughs> Which should be interesting. I believe it will be Pixie Girl's debut on a podcast. And, of course, Aprilian has her own podcast that Jeppy is also a co-host on. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to meeting Aprilian, by the way, in in Boston. Yes, how cool is that? Oh, that's all. See, now I'm jealous. Yeah, we're gonna do something and maybe even dim some. That's awesome. Tweet yeah. about it a lot, both of you. Tweet a lot so I can live vicariously. <laughs> Will do. That's my phone. Isn't it? Isn't it? Dim some place. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah cool. exactly. There was the, yeah because the, there was a lot of talk about dim some from the last visit. So. <laughs> So I'm kind of super jealous, but that'll be fantastic. I'm so looking forward to the stories you get when you come back. Or actually, yeah, you should be interesting. A couple of shows together while you're out there. Yeah, we should have two shows hopefully to post oh, while we're there. Stop. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah looking super- forward to it. Very cool. Well, enjoy your visit to America. Will do. And um, if you let me in, that's in Nashville. If we let you in, that is true. <laughs> that finger, I don't know. Thumb. <laughs> I mean, a finger you get, yeah. it, but some digit on his hand. The polax. The polax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we do need to go okay, ahead and say goodbye. <sighs> so, we're actually going to say goodbye and stop it the first time. We're okay. going to try this. Okay. Are we ready? 
Is no. there anything before we say goodbye that anybody else needs to say? You know, I, I was playing You Don't Know Jack the other day, and a question came up about the Polex, like a thumb question, and I just called the addicted Polex because of my thumb, which is the Latin word for thumb, and I picked the wrong answer. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm so st- stupid. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jeffy, anything? No, I just I, I want to just be echo what a fantastic guest you've been, and thank you very much for spending time with us. It's been great. Thanks, it man. has been awesome. Cheers. It's been great. It's been very nice to meet you for the first time. Yeah, you too. Verbally. We have tweeted, yeah, we have tweeted back and forth quite a bit, but other than that, um, we had never spoken before this time, so that's really cool. Yeah, I thought this went really well. Thank you. Yay. Okay, well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to episode 13 of OMG Nap, or Oh My Goodness, Not Another Podcast. We hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye. See ya. Hello, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of Oh My Goodness, Not Another Podcast. The music that you heard in the outro and the intro is called Free Music and Free Beer by Alex Barroza. I use this music under the Creative Commons license. <laughs>